Welcome to Finding Your Superpowers. I am your host, Kenita Amor-Porter, and I have a very special guest with me today. I'm super excited to introduce her. She is a quick, fast friend um, because we haven't known each other for long, but I feel like I've known her forever. And um, she's just a great person. I love to talk shop with her. So that means business, being a boss. (laughs) We talk all that good stuff together. But all right, we're super excited to have um, Dr. D, as I affectionately call her. Uh, Deanna, Dr. Deanna Benihani, and uh, she is the founder, owner, and medical director of Lamise Laser Anesthetics. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is my pleasure. I love being here. Thank you for asking me. (laughs) Definitely. I feel like you have so many wise words and nuggets to share. So I'm excited about this. Not saying that my other guest hasn't. Actually, they all do. That's why I asked them. But you have a different uh, perspective, I would say. And I would love to share like your perspective and how you operate. Um, Oh, no pun intended. (laughs) because you are a medical director, um, but how you operate um, and do your day-to-day. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Start off with personal. So like your family origin, where you fall in line with your siblings, because I believe that that uh, actually makes up a lot of who we are. And so, yeah, let us know a little bit about you, Dr. D. It's so funny because, you know, you'd mentioned that we haven't been friends that long, but, you know, we feel very close to each other. I don't think we ever had this conversation before. So I, (laughs) I'm actually one of 15 children. I have 14 Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, same mom and dad. I'm the fifth born actually. So I'm right there at the end of the first one third (laughs) of kids in the family. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. And so um, in a family, we talked about this because, yeah, yeah, we did. Because I was like, wait, from one woman? (laughs) That's the first thing I said. Like one woman gave birth to all of these amazing people. My mom is an angel. What can I say? Oh, my goodness. I love that. And I got a chance to see pictures of, because your brother just got married, and I got a chance to see pictures of you and your siblings, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because- you didn't even say who's who. And I was like, oh, that's her. Because it'll be a, a group of people. I'm like, that's her sister. That's her brother. That's because you guys all look alike, which right. I love that as well. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 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 My brother's that's wedding awesome. was great. Yeah. It, it looked like it was an awesome time. So growing up in a family of 15, how, like, what do you, what part do you think that played into like who you are today? Well, you know, I think it definitely made me very family oriented. You know, obviously, I grew up with all of these siblings around us. And I think also, even though I'm technically like a middle child, I probably operate more like an older sibling because I have, you know, 10 younger brothers and sisters. And so I think I've always had maybe a little bit more of a maternal instinct in me because, you know, I was a part of, I mean, I changed tons of diapers before I ever had a child of my own. (laughs) (laughs) You know how to feed, take care of all of that stuff. Things. Yep. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Um, So what made you decide that you wanted to be a doctor? Well, you know, I think. I have always, you know, in general, it's always been important to me that whatever field I got into, that I was 
in an area where I had the opportunity to help others. So that's one thing. But also, you know, my dad was, um, he very strongly encouraged really all of us to get into the health field. And I have three older brothers that are doctors, actually. Oh, nice. So, yeah. That's so they true. were an example for me growing up. That's one thing. Yeah. Okay. Are you the oldest girl? No, I have one older sister. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. And so tell us a little bit about that journey. So you do have like older brothers that you were able to kind of see them go through the process. You were able to see them. Did they become doctors before you even went into med school? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay. Did you rely on them a lot to be like, hey, tell me this or show me how to do this? Or was it like, I saw that they can do it and I just got it. I, I can do it on my own. Yeah, maybe maybe the, um, both of those things kind of um, played a part in it. But like I said, my dad, actually, my dad really strongly encouraged us to be doctors. And in the beginning, if I'm being totally honest, um, I didn't like that because I didn't like that my dad was so strong and like, oh, you should be a doctor, you should be a doctor. So I kind of, in my own way, went away from it and didn't, you know, I almost didn't become a doctor, but then there was a point where I was kind of, I knew that I loved healthcare. Um, I loved, um, medicine. Anytime I took a class on things like anatomy and physiology, I was always very much attracted to it, but just the fact that I was in that rebellious teenage, those years, you know, yes. there was a time where I was like, I don't want to do this. But then long story short, just kind of things lined up for me to I was like, all right, fine. I told my dad, fine, I'll, I'll apply. And you know, we'll see. And thank God I went that route. Because I mean, it's been such an amazing journey. And I realized that there sometimes in our youth, we will have that rebelliousness. And it's not a bad thing. But I, I absolutely was made for medicine. This is a part of who I am in that just my interests and what I am just my, where my natural skills lie. So, you know, it's, it's been quite a journey and I'm just so grateful. That's awesome. I love that. So as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, for the ones who are listening to this, you don't see this, but if you're watching it on YouTube, look at her beautiful face, right? She has this glow. Her skin looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason, be you know, behind that. I was able to many of times, you know, visit your spa. I've had a spa party. I hosted a spa party there. Uh, I mean, beautiful, beautiful space. The, the people who work there are absolutely sweet and um, very uh, warm. So it, they make you feel super comfortable coming in. But this woman right here, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love, you know, I just, not only is this a beautiful space, but I love the education that you have behind it. I love the information that you give. You know, most of you guys know that I have a skin disorder. And so when I was talking to her about my skin products, she was like, I said, oh, I have seborrheic dermatitis. She was like, oh, okay. I mean, and she knew exactly what that was. We were at a party, one of the spa parties and someone else brought up something, another kind of um, skin disorder. And, and she just really knows and she, she asked the right questions. And it's just not like, okay, I just want to pump you with this stuff or sell you this stuff and get you out the door. Um, but she really listens and she takes the time out to explain and why certain things would help. You know, some of her products will help with certain issues. So um, if you haven't already tried or, you know, 
been out to her space, make sure you, you do so. All her information is going to be below, but I just had to put that plug out before we got started with the next part. <laughs> <laughs> Hey ladies, are you a CEO or founder? Are you looking for something that will help you get to that next level in business? Well, imagine a world where connections, collaboration, and camaraderie converge into an unbeatable formula for business growth. Picture this, an intimate yet professional environment where the women CEOs and founders come together, breaking barriers and unlocking potential. Why is that more women so crucial to women in leadership roles? The path to success can be challenging and often isolated. Female CEOs and founders confront unique obstacles that their male counterparts might not fully appreciate or comprehend. This is where the power of connection shines. By becoming part of Amore Women for women CEOs and founders, you can expand your network, exchange experiences, draw inspiration from each other's achievements and setbacks. The collaboration atmosphere fosters a dynamic exchange of knowledge and wisdom that propels businesses forward. It is an opportunity to find mentors, partners, and lifelong friends who truly understand your unique journey and the journey that they're on. Why wait? Join Amore Women, the sorority for CEOs and founders today. So you are new, a uh, new business, a baby business, as, as I call it. You opened the one year anniversary. Look at that. Yeah. Ah, I'm super excited. Oh my gosh. Actually, yesterday was our one year anniversary. <gasps> oh, oh, that's dang, oh, happy girl. anniversary. You, my baby, <laughs> it is like you know what? If you're not a business owner, you'll know, but that is your baby. You're up yeah. late at night, you're taking care of problems and issues. That's like the, the crying and not going to sleep. It's, mm -hmm. it's the same kind of feel. What did you do for your anniversary? I just realized it, so nothing yet. <laughs> oh, okay, so we gotta go and do something to celebrate your one year anniversary. I'm I know. super excited Isn't that about sad? that. I forgot my child's birthday. <laughs> no, it's it's like that sometimes, but you know, we could do something this weekend to celebrate. That'd be awesome. All right, deal. Sounds good. Yes, definitely. <laughs> All right. So what I do, and I wanted to kind of get people to see, get a sense of who you are. Um before we go into the questions, right? And so I'm super excited about that. And then at the end, um, I will let you talk a little bit about, or not a little bit, but I'll let you talk about what we say, your baby, you know, talk a little bit about your baby. And then, um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, all of our information will be accessible to you. So I'm just excited to get started. Okay, so this is all about finding your superpowers. It's very important to me for people to understand how powerful they are, right? I, for years, thought I was not the smartest. I was very insecure because I had a skin disorder where everyone could see. And um, that really kind of plays with you. But when you understand, when I start to understand and learn the different superpowers and actually that my skin disorder and my dyslexia turned to be, turned out to be a superpower of mine, um, it just changed everything. It changed the tra trajectory of my life. And so this podcast is to help other people to be inspired and to kind of see things that they may not see. So the first question I usually ask is, what do you think is your God-given superpower? So this is something that is that comes supernatural to you. You've never been taught. It's just something that you do. I think probably one of my um, number one, you know, gifts that I think that I have is um, that I've always been a very empathetic person. 
Um, like very much so to a point where, I mean, sometimes uh, it was a challenge. <laughs> okay. You know? And so I have always had, just even as a child, I think um, an ability to really connect with people and understand them, even with just nonverbal things, I feel like I could easily get a sense of like where someone was coming from um, in their communication. Now that combined with the fact that I am naturally an optimist, um, it just pairs perfectly because I tend to be a really good cheerleader for people. Yes, she is. <laughs> so in my yes, work, it's just one of those things where it's like, wow, just how life kind of finds you. My job is essentially to help women to feel good about themselves and to build their confidence and really live out and be the best version of themselves. And so that combined with the fact that, you know, I connect with people easily and I'm a good cheerleader. I mean, it really is just such a blessing and it, it allows me, I just feel grateful to be able to allow those women to feel good about themselves. And like I said, be the best version of themselves. So I think that's, that's something, you know, that has started as something that I think I'm strong in, but also I've worked on developing as well, you know, deepening those relationships and stuff yeah. like that. No, yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. And you're right. I see that in you and it allows you to, um, one of the things that I loved when I first came to Lamise is when you were like, what is it that you love about yourself? Like about what you see in the mirror and most places they want to know what your problem issue is. Right. And so even just phrasing things the way that you did that, the way that you do is it's like, Hey, I'm here to support you. I'm here to, to be your cheerleader and I'm here to help you get the goals that you're looking to get, but there's no negativity about it. You know, you don't leave there feeling bad. Like, Oh, this is wrong. And I'd have to fix this. It's like, no, this is great. And it'll even, it'll be even better when I'm able to do this or to do, to do that. So I love that about you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you saying that actually, because that part of the consultation has been very intentionally created. Um, and that comes from the fact, like what you said, usually when you go to a place, it's, you know, the entire conversation, you're kind of opening your heart up to a stranger and talking about your insecurities. And that's honestly, as people are going through their training, you know, I'm fellowship trained in anti-aging medicine. That's a, a, kind of a part of the, the training. Um, and that's something that I would honestly very much like to change in my industry. I think that this should be a very positive and empowering experience. So when you sit down with your provider, you know, I like to first talk about what naturally beautiful features you already have. And then where the conversation tends to go from there is, okay, well now, you know, what, if you had a magic wand, what do you wish looked better? So whatever treatments we discuss, they should help to um, enhance those features that you already have that are naturally beautiful and they shouldn't change how you look, you know, cause you're, you know, right. every person has, has beautiful features, right? And so the goal is really to help those features shine, but then also to allow them to see it for themselves. Yeah, I love that. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you for that. With that being said, what do you think? And I think I know what you're going to say, but what do you think is your, your talent or your superpower from a training or teaching or learning something and you're able to take it to a whole nother level? So I think the skill that I 
have been developing has to do with my profession, right? So, you know, I'm a board certified family medicine physician. Um, so usually when someone wants to get into a, um, you know, into aesthetics, they'll take a weekend Botox course. I'm a little bit of an overachiever. So I actually did a fellowship in anti-aging medicine so that, you know, for me, I really wanted to, you know, cause I love learning, do a really deep dive in all things related to aesthetics. And over the years, I have really, um, just honed in on my skills in, you know, and my knowledge in the aesthetic field to get the absolute best results. Yeah. So I think it would probably be that I've always been, you know, I like doing things with my hands and that combined with the fact that I have a close attention to detail, I will continue to work on, you know, probably until the last of my days, you know, just getting better and better in my skills and aesthetics. No, I love that. I love that. Um, and then too, uh, you you talk about you being fellowship trained and anti-aging. So there's a couple of things that um, when we do meet the founder that you're going to talk about at different times. But I know that you're, correct me if I'm saying this wrong, but I know for the O-Shot, there's only so many trained in a certain area. So give us more information about, you know, even that training, because you said you're absolutely great at what it is that you do. What I see with you is that you're constantly getting, you know, you're not just taking the course and say, okay, I can do this, but you're actually getting certified and trained in whatever um, additional services that you want to bring to, to Lamy's. Yeah. I think that goes for really all of the um, treatments that I offer. I, you know, have done a deep dive in, um, each one. And I still continuously go to, um, various workshops and educational seminars and all of that. You know, I'm, I think I consider myself to be a student for life. So, mm -hmm. you know, that has always been something important to me. So yeah, what you were talking about with the O-Shot, which is a GYN treatment that I do for women. Um, I actually trained under, um, the inventor of the O-Shot, Dr. Charles Reynolds, who's in Alabama, um, so yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, really, it's about offering the best of the best. I believe that, you know, when someone is putting their faith in their provider, you know, they trust them. It's really up to us to make sure that we are um, doing everything that we can to make sure that we are offering them the best. I love that. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. All right. And so this is the last question and hopefully it's not too tough, but I know personally how going through difficult times in my life and learning from them um, has given me some superpowers. And so that's what I'm asking you. What difficult parts did you go through in your life that allowed you to gain, you know, some wisdom or um, a certain viewpoint or something that you were able to take and make into a, your superpower? Take a trip back and, you know, talk about me in my childhood and like when I was growing up. So growing up, actually, uh, my nickname was Ditsy Deanna. <laughs> so, you know, I, I because um, I think I had some learning disabilities and um, I just I would like always be in my own world and like, you know, be zoning out and things like that. And so I struggled a lot in school. Um, and you know, that was just kind of a part of who I was. And 
there was, you know, my mindset, what I thought to be true. And I don't know if that had to do with my upbringing or just the way that I saw the world. I understood that, you know, when it came to skills, you either had it or you didn't, you know, like Mm -hmm. I saw kids in my class and I saw like, oh, that person they're you know, they're a good artist. So that's just a part of who they are. They just had that skill. Or if someone was really athletic, they, um, you know, this was like elementary time. So like, you know, someone was running around the track, they're always the fastest. Oh, that person is an athlete. You know, they're just really fast. Um, Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until for me, when I got into sixth grade, um, I started playing a musical instrument, I joined a band class. That's right. I was a, a band nerd. Throughout middle <laughs> middle school, <laughs> I thought before I high that. school when it got serious, but <laughs> but that was the point actually when I started playing a musical instrument that you know I without even realizing it I think I it kind of changed my understanding of the world in that when if you want to be good at something you practice it and you fail and you make mistakes and I was always you know I got to a point where in in band, I was like either the first or the second seat. So meaning the the best or the second best um, for that musical instrument. Um, but it didn't just really fall in band. It actually changed my entire life because all of a sudden for the first time in my life, when I was barely passing school, all of a sudden I was making all A's for the first time. Um, and you know, that just kind of went through that completely changed my life because it, it changed me from, you know, if we're talking about what it really is, I started with a fixed mindset and it changed me to have a growth mindset. I realized that it was possible to develop any kind of skill that you might want just by, you know, focusing on it and paying attention and practicing, um, and so for me, I think that was life-changing and that's something that I have instilled into my children as well. You know, that's like a common conversation that we have if they say like, oh, well, you know, I'm not good at this. I change, mm-hmm. I force them to say yet, <laughs> yes. you know, I if, um, my second, she, you know, my second born Selma, sometimes she'll get a little bit emotional if she's not as good as her older sister at drawing, for example. And she'll say, I'm not good at drawing birds. And I'll say, okay, say yet. I'm not good yet. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that's so incredibly important for our young people as they're growing up. But for all of us, really, it's never too late to change. Um, If you want to be good at something, you just have to pay attention to it. I, I love that you do that with your girls for two reasons. The first reason is because it just reminds them that they can get good if they put their minds to it. But another thing is that you're not one of those parents who are sugarcoating. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. Oh, it's so good. And myself, you know, having five kids and watching them go through school, you would, they would have the friends, uh, you know, who was great at things, right? Because they're naturally talented and the kids not so much. But then you have the kids who are not gifted or talented at all, not trying to be but they think they're super amazing because their parents lie to them all the time. It's like, oh my goodness, you're great, (laughs) right? And it's like, "Mm," you know, and so them going into the world thinking that they have all these, all this, that they're great. And then to find out that they're not, you know, I I don't know how that's going to affect them, but it's not going to affect them in a good way. So I'm glad that you're having those conversations with them. One other thing um, 
my son says all the time is that he he told me this and I don't know where he got it from, but he says hard work outbeats talent when talent doesn't work. That is true. That yeah, is absolutely and, true. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. And I even got called out on it just recently um, because I'm, I'm, I'm really good at certain, one thing. And then I just got a coach about it. Uh, to help me with it. And she called me on the carpet. She was like, oh, you wing that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like I did, I was winging it, but I was so used, to, I'm so used to winging it. And so she's a professional and she was able to see it. And she was like, that's good for that. But if you want to go to the next level, we need to prepare. We need to prep. No, there's no winging it. And I was just like, oh, okay. Right. And so, I mean, so that's true. good advice. It is. And, and that's why I pay her to, to get me together. That's right. <laughs> get me together. Well spent. Okay, Deanna, thank you so much for being your guest today. How do people find you? How do they connect or link up with you? Yeah, so we are on social media. You could find us on Instagram or Facebook at Lamise Laser. That's um, and then um, or you could go to our website, which is lamislaser.com. That's awesome. And do you have any kind of specials or anything going on for the next couple of months? Yeah, so um, in the month of November, uh, November 17th is National Botox Day. For So that whole week, we're going to have our biggest promotion of the year for Botox. Instead of it being $13 a unit, it's going to be $10 a unit. So be on the lookout for that. And be checking out our social media and everything for next month promotions because we're going to be giving away or we're going to be selling our gift cards at a special discounted rate, which is a secret. So follow us. It's going to be our biggest you know, promotion that we're doing of the year so that people can give back to those that they love during the holidays. That's awesome. I love that. All right. Well, thank you once again. And her information is going to be below, but make sure you follow her so you can know about all of the specials that she has. And um, until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Kanita. Thank you.